0: sometimes the challenge is just too big and you don't know how to make it smaller and that's where you have to get creative
1: you are listening to the pretzel podcast from creative mornings munich i am your host mark lindgren we at creative mornings munich organize monthly breakfast talks covering inspiring topics in the creative community and life in general this podcast brings creative inspiration and the stories of our speakers closer to you in your ears. Our guest today talked about the theme Flow in the Creative Mornings Munich event in October 2019. The event was hosted by mates at Mini Pavillon. To see the talk, visit our show notes at theberitzelpodcast.com. He loves crafting and giving speeches. For the last five years he has been on stage several times a month. In 2016, he won the European Championship of Public Speaking. He provides people with the tools, knowledge, and skills to craft a powerful message, deliver it with confidence, and find the best speaking opportunities. He is also a former breakdance trainer and he loves the feeling of flow. He is Rafael Schildken. Flow for me is the thing
0: of being in the moment, don't have any worries or things, you're just completely involved, um, full immersion, and yeah, you're just doing, you're just executing, and you're at the highest ability of your skill, to, yeah, facing your challenge, and yeah, you try to master it.
1: Cool, uh, you started your talk uh, by sharing a story of this uh, good king who apparently yes. suffered from some sort of a depression occasionally. Yes. Uh, what does that story mean to you? What is What do you think it's the deepest message of that story?
0: Yeah, I think it's a story that uh, yeah a lot of us experience in their own life. So for all the people who didn't get the story, it was about a, star, uh, a king who suffered from the from his mood swings sometimes he was motivated and was really nice to all the people and sometimes uh, yeah (laughs) he raised the taxes and all that stuff uh, and he didn't know why and then he tried to solve that thing and um all the experts all the magical experts had no idea how to solve that problem and i think that's the basic problem of our humanity how to get into the flow how to start executing how to overcome anxiety and fears and yeah i think that's the greatest challenge that a human being can face how to fight against himself
1: uh you mentioned also that um, part of the flow is also happiness. What is the connection between these things?
0: Yeah, I think one thing that makes people really happy is progress. And uh, it doesn't, it's, it isn't so important if we achieve a goal, as long as we are on our journey and we are happy. I think that's way more fulfilling than just reaching that goal and then okay what's next so i think um we should switch the paradigm from reaching a goal to how can i make my journey um yeah how can i form it in a way that i enjoy that journey and yeah i have this feeling of progress and i don't have worries and fears and stuff i just I just do step by step, step by step, and hopefully I master my skills. And in the end, it will be a very fun story uh, if I just proceed, 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 proceed. And by the way, in the end, I just reached a goal, but it isn't even so important.
1: Yeah, so the, um, because you are going to spend more of, most of your time anyway on the journey, so it's important that the journey itself is is meaningful and and. Yeah,
0: and that's something what a lot of people miss out. It's like, oh yeah, I have this great goal, I need to start that business, I have to get my dream partner. Um, but they don't see that it's sometimes a long journey and they just have their future vision in their head, which is already good. But um yeah, don't miss out the stuff that you're doing on your way to
1: your goal. You also talked about the flow channel. So what is that? Yeah, the flow channel is a
0: magical thing. Um, The thing is, the flow set itself is, uh, yeah, used to be the state where um, a real master of his class is facing a very high challenge. But most of us are not the super expert in something. Um, Most of us are beginners or average amateurs. And, yeah, how is it also for us possible to reach this ultimate flow state? So, therefore, we try to get to the point where our skill matches the the um, yeah, the yeah challenge that we are facing. So, for example, if you want to go to the gym and you're a really beginner there, then maybe if you match your skill to your challenge, then it should be something like um, signing up for the gym. Yeah, that's what you do. You have no idea about training plans and stuff. Um, so you just you uh, you're just looking. Where is my skill? What is the adequate challenge that I can uh, go for? And then you try to learn. Yeah, then you improve your skill. And by the time where you can improve your skill, you can adapt your challenge, and then you come closer and closer and closer to the um, to the flow state the thing is it sounds very very easy but in real life it's not (laughs) because you don't see what is actually the path that you have to go sometimes the challenge is just too big and you don't know how to make it smaller and that's where you have to get creative
1: yeah so basically you have to Even though you're taking small like baby steps, you actually call it baby stepping, right? Yes. Uh, You have to know to which direction you take those small steps so that they actually take you towards the uh, the goal. So uh, how would you be creative in, in, in that sense?
0: I think you can break down almost any task into smaller tasks. For example, if you want to read a book, then you can break it down to hair, just read one chapter and even that is too big then okay i just read one page or something like this Um, but you can also break it down with really big projects and i think it's very important that you make it executable for example you can have a big project like building a house and then you (laughs) for example if i would like to build a house i had no idea i had no idea where i should start so do I start with the architect or a designer or I have no idea. So maybe a first step to start with as a really, really, really beginner is yeah to Google how to buy a house, um, how to build it, to get a plan, something like this. Um, and I can execute something like Google how to build a house. Yeah, that's something like the first baby step that you can start with, because most people are then stuck in the situations, oh, I need an architect, I don't know anyone, how to get to them, how could I compare them, and it's way too hard and too big for the state where you are right now. So start easy, and keep heading on your shoulder on your, jo- on your journey.
1: Yeah, so basically, this Google search would then give you some sort of a roadmap, which you could, yes. it's easier to, to follow.
0: Yeah, and then you don't even need the whole roadmap. That's also a thing that a lot of people are missing out. They think, oh, I need this perfect plan. Um, sometimes you just need the next step, and that's enough. If you have the next step, and that is executable, and it's within your ch- uh, skill, then you're all good.
1: There was a quote on, on, your, on your talk, which was uh, really nice, and I will uh, quote it now. You said that life is playing a song to us, but we can decide how to dance to that. Yeah. What does it mean?
0: Uh, for me, it means that we are sometimes. Sometimes there are things out of our control. So, for example, you get a disease or something like this, and then you can't change the circumstances, but you can change your attitude to do that. And this is very, very important. Uh, a couple of months ago, I were, uh, were attending a speech of a professor and he was um, uh, researching happiness and he told us uh, that your happiness is 50% it's just genetically so you can't change that and 10% are uh, the outer circumstances so i have no money i have no friends i have no i don't know what <laughs> whatever is missing in your life but 40% is um the the way you are looking on your on your situation so if, if and that, that's the comparison to dancing so if you are dancing um in a club or in a breakdance battle uh, you can decide how to dance to it. you can't influence the dj he will put some s- songs there and you have to dance to it but you can decide will I say uh, i don't like that song that's boring or do you freak out and dance and enjoy the moment and make the best out of it? Uh,
1: in the same uh, theme, uh, you mentioned uh, the breakdance trainer Sugar Ray as, as an important model, a role model for yes. you. Uh, what, uh, what did he teach you?
0: Oh, Sugar Ray sure taught me a lot of things. Um, for example, one thing is to stand behind your name. And that's something what a lot of people don't do. Um, Even though a lot of people think they would do it, they don't do it completely. Um, For example, to to give you an example, one of our exercises that we did in our breakdance training, uh, especially in the beginner's training, is that you stand in front of a crowd and you just say, my name is, and then you tell your name. So, I'm Raphael. But you have to do it in a very confident way, so that you really stand behind your name. So, so like, like with this with this thing, like, what up, little boy? I am Raphael, and then uh, you have to stand behind your name and um, yeah, resist the urge to make yourself small. Because what a lot of people do is like they say, I am Raphael, and it's unsecure. and this is a thing that a lot of people sense. I think we have a lot of small antennas all over our body and they realize if somebody's insecure. And this is for example one thing I learned to stand behind your name and it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter if you are standing in front of a world champion like for example Sugar Ray or a beginner you have to stand behind your name and give it all and that's also the thing that I mentioned in the beginning it's not only about achieving the goal it's also enjoying the journey. For example, and now I can add up a second thing. The best way to prepare for a battle is joining the battle. And you can ask yourself, what battle am I preparing for right now? Yeah, Because there are a lot of people who are preparing, 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 and they never even start because they think they're not good enough. But the best way, the fastest way to become good enough, whatever that means, is to join the battle to face to the situation together reference experience yeah that's also a very important lesson i learned there
1: i think a good example of, of that is also the story you told about the speaking competition where you were given out of the blue a uh, theme to uh, talk about how to trade a piece of cheesecake to to the taj mahal <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, <laughs> that's uh, uh, that would be interesting uh, to know also how did how did you solve the problem but i think the more interesting is that what did you learn from that that moment or that experience
0: yeah that is an experience that you're facing a lot of time as and and i think it's very important to see where's the reference to all the other moments in your life it's not only about finding this uh, answer to that question it's more about how do i uh, yeah, proceed in situations where I have no idea what I should do, especially if you're under time pressure, because that happens a lot of times if you're, I don't know, selling your product and your, uh, your customer is asking you uh, strange questions you've never asked before, or um, you're struggling with your partner or something like this, and he's asking or she's asking you something where you don't have an answer. How do you stay confident? How do you start to make the first step? Yeah, and as for example in the speech, I mentioned a thing like <laughs> do anything principle. Just go for it and uh, trust yourself that the rest will follow. That's also a very important principle you have to follow, and it's like a habit. In the beginning, it is very hard, especially if you are some kind of perfectionist. Just um, <laughs> go all to all uh, to all the perfectionists out there if you're struggling with starting uh, a challenge just go for it and um, yeah reframe your way of success define success as i attempted the challenge not i wanted challenge and oftentimes that is what we need because uh, we need reference experience to grow to get better um, for example, there's one very interesting study. There was an American professor and he had uh, he, st- uh, he was a professor for photography or something like this. And he divided his class into two groups. And the one group uh, should get in grade for the best photo uh, it has. So this, this, that group should have a very uh, high quality photo. And the other one, they were mentioned by the quantity of their work. And now you can ask yourself, yeah, who will have the better grades? Uh, The thing is, with the people who should create the best, perfect quality photo, they, uh, yeah, they procrastinated, procrastinated, had no idea how to start, didn't do anything, and in the end, they handed in one photo, but it was not very, very good. The interesting thing is, The people who just should focus on quantity, they tried very fast because it was very easy. Oh, yeah, just take some photos. And uh, over that process, they learned how to improve their skill, how to add lightning and shadows. And I don't know what you learned as a photographer. Uh, But in the end, they had a, a very high skill in photographing. And not only the quantity was better, but also the quality. And that's a very interesting perspective you can take on your life. Especially if you're procrastinating, if you want to build up something perfect, just start, trust yourself, and the rest will follow.
1: Yeah, it's like just show up. Yes, yes. Um, after the creative morning talk, uh, it's almost a year ago. You you, you had it. Uh, have you gotten any any feedback from the audience?
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I published the course, and people really liked it. They were inspired. Um, I think the the, the thing that most people liked was, hey, there is some practical stuff I can really use right now to solve my problem. So of course, you have also this inspiring touch uh, to, to get your wings and start a bit. But it's more about, hey, what is the next executable step that I can do right now? And I think this is a thing that we have to solve more and more and more, not only focus on inspiration, but also on execution.
1: You have engineering background, and you already mentioned that you've been doing breakdancing. And yes. then now you are, uh, you are now, um, a speech coach, speaking coach. So how did that happen?
0: <laughs> how did that happen? Um, yeah, if I should tell the whole story, a lot of it was by coincidence. Um, for example, I used to be an engineer and this helped me to create to to create a new speaking skill because i built something like a system in 2016 i attended the european championship in public speaking and there were high class speakers uh, natural masters and then you can ask yourself okay there comes this engineering boy with 2 years of speaking experience how should he have a chance to win that championship and here we come with the engineering skills so i build up something like a system um, where i can prepare a lot of stuff in advance and i have modules that i can pick together and i'm able to create a very great speech in a very short amount of time but it takes a lot of um, uh, preparing um, and yeah, you have to know your skills And I think that was also a very, very good point for me to win that thing in the end um, because that was a huge advantage for me because nobody yeah, prepared in the way I prepared uh, and a lot of people trust their just their um, inspiration and their creativity, which is already good and a good skill. But if you add a system to that, that's very powerful. And in the end, you can win a European championship with that. So um, I really trust on that system, and that's the thing what I do now as a speaking coach. I help people to create their speeches, to get visible, to build up an expert status. And in the end, it's all a system. It's a system that that works, that has um, been proven, um, where people yeah build up the expert status, get new clients. Um, yeah, and that's a thing that everybody can do, that everybody can learn. Some need a bit more time, some a bit faster but it's um, yeah, it's a really cool thing to have a system that's what I just want to say then the third thing is the breakdancer thing so um, when I started dancing I was a really bad dancer I mean not only that that, um, that not any girl wanted to dance with me also that my, my friends turned away and pretended not knowing me <laughs> <laughs> I, so, uh, so, I had no idea about dancing, and it took me, I think, over a year to learn the basic step and break dance. And on my journey, I thought, okay, should I quit? Should I continue? But also, like, Sugar Ray inspired me because he was like the coolest dancer ever. And he had not only as a dancer, also in a, with his character inspired me a lot. And I said, okay, no, I will continue. I stick to that. And in the end, I learned. That stuff. It took me way longer than all the other guys, uh, which was kind of depressing sometimes. Um, but if you keep going and you break the steps down, uh, you can also learn like complex movements, like spinning on your head, which is an incredible moment, uh, movement. Yeah. So this is the thing that's um, yeah that comes together in my character. On the one side, it's the speech, uh, the, the speaker that's uh, all about the rhetorics um, and all the speaking techniques and then there's this engineer who puts us all in a system who's very focus driven what's my goal, how can I optimize it what's the best way to reach my goal and then the third thing is the breakdancer and the breakdancer is there for yeah, putting energy in the room to be self-confident on stage um, yeah, and just to make a, a party on the stage I think it's more the thing of authenticity. A lot of speakers are presenters. They wear something like a mask and yeah, they try to get the technically perfect speech, but it's not yeah, their authentic self that is speaking there. I think that gives me the breakdancer. Yes. And it it allows me to be a bit crazy on stage. And it's really <laughs> a good advantage.
1: <laughs> so you dare to be yourself on, on stage without any. Any like masks?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so it's it's still a challenge for me sometimes, because you are um, in this yeah, in this fight between okay, I want to make it per- the, the technique should be perfect, but I also also want to be uh, authentic. And imagine you want to learn, um, yeah, swimming. In the beginning, you have your air helpers, I don't know the word for it, Um, and then you try to swim with these air bumpers and you can go for it, and then you should swim the first time without them. And then you will almost drown or something like this. But if you go to a swimming um, training, then you will come to the point that you learn the technique and you take uh, some weeks. But in the end, you are way faster with them and you have mastered that skill. And that's the same with speaking. Um, If you are creating a new speech, in the beginning, you have to add some techniques and get authentic with the speech. And if you achieve that, then you can also give it on an authentic level with uh, with the techniques. And I think that's the best thing that you can deliver on stage.
1: Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your your work and and business uh, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you are facing in in your area right now
0: yeah so i'm working as a speaking coach so i help people to get visible to find a stage where they can present themselves and their business the next thing is how to create a powerful speech where they persuade the audience of their message And the third thing uh, is how to get actually new clients, how to pitch from stage in a way that people, that, that listeners become clients. And that's not easy depending on the product or the service you have. So usually I work with people around three months and the first half of the coaching is more about creating the whole speech. Um, with a system of course yeah. um, we define a goal and we are very very focused on reaching that goal so the, the results are the main focus there and then in the second half it's more about yeah, learning the performance because you it doesn't help you anything if you have the perfect speech but you can't deliver it especially if you're not authentic so uh, that's, uh, these are the two main things I'm dealing with. So a lot of people uh, come to me with the problem, hey, I'm not visible. I want to be seen in front of more people. Um, I want yeah, I want more professionalism. yeah um, And of course in the end, that's what it leads to. I want to make more money. Yeah. and this is the, the biggest challenge, but it's doable. If you have a system, uh, you can you can do it. I have people, one of them, it's, it's, she's deaf. She can't hear anything. Um, and even she learned it. it. It took her time, of course, but also she's presenting now um, a, a speech to present her business where she help other people who are de- uh, deaf um, to overcome their uh, communication anxieties. And if I think, okay, if she's capable of doing this, I think a lot of people are doing uh, can do this.
1: How do you continue to learn uh, so that you keep up with the, with your business and, and, and things? You have the system, but I'm sure that you develop it further yes. constantly.
0: Yeah, I think every year there come new modules and things to it. Like last year, there was a, a huge 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 chapter of storytelling um, and yeah, I, I go for the people who know the skills. So if I look back at 2015, 2016, uh, I learned from European champions in public speaking or two world champions in uh, public speaking. Uh, two years before I were at Canada Alessia Minkes. They are very, very big profit speakers, so how to make money on stage uh, and to implement all their stuff and take it uh, in my system. Uh, three years ago, I uh, worked a lot of with the NLP stuff. And what I do is I see what is useful and I added these to the system. Uh, one of my favorites is um, yeah, last year about storytelling. How can you uh, tell stories in a way that you add hormones in the brain of, the, of your audience? So like, like dopamine. Dopamine is the hormone of focus and attention. And there are certain techniques that you can use uh, to, yeah, to create these hormones in the head of the audience is very powerful and then you can add up to other uh, hormones like like oxytocin it's more about getting empathy and create a connection to the protagonist in the story and there are a lot of things Um, testosterone is another beautiful thing also for girls not only for men (laughs) Um, it's like um, increasing the self confidence uh, lower the risk adversity uh, and it's very powerful if you know how to um, yeah, to create these hormones at a special in a special time, then you can create an audience with a, with a magical mind right now there. Uh, they lose their fear, they are more self-confident, um, they believe in their self, they can relate to your story.. Yeah. So what I do to answer the question is I, th- I see where are other people who are brilliant at that what they are doing? And then I try to learn that, extract the most important stuff out of there, add it in the system. And yeah, that's how I work right now. And I, th- I think there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to learn. Um, but in the end, I see it doesn't, I, I think mostly it comes down to the basic things in most cases, like make it relevant for the audience, that people want to listen, have a great structure, yeah, and as uh, they are people, beginners, but also expert speakers, most of them have not the perfect speech. And you can increase that. Uh, another thing that I would like to add is make it relatable that you can build up the rapport to people. Uh, another thing is to keep the attention high over the whole speech. Uh, one thing is also don't the, the I to you ratio. Yeah. How much do I talk about myself? And how much do i talk about you the audience and most of the people are just talking about themselves and don't talk about the audience yeah
1: you are also part of the uh, creative mornings munich team uh, yes how did that happen then
0: uh that <laughs> it all started at a pizza party <laughs> um yeah i, I just uh, was on a networking event in a startup uh, um, area and then uh, i met the last host of creative mornings and i told her yeah i want to um, yeah i'm a speaking coach i want to learn i want to do stuff do you know anybody and then she told me about Katia, the the current host of Creative Mornings. And so we got connected uh, and she was immediately very friendly and open to the idea and happy that we can increase the quality management of our speeches. Uh, and so it started. And these these are a lot of things. So most things are really happened by coincidence. If at that single moment, um, at that single evening, I decided, oh, I don't want to go to the pizza party because it was at the complete opposite side of the city. Um, yeah, we wouldn't sit here.
1: It's <laughs> life is full of small wonders. Uh, yes. How can uh, our listeners contact you if, if they uh, get interested and, and want to know, know more?
0: Yeah, the best thing is to hit me up on Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, Raphael Shilken, uh, also about my website, but I think the best and easiest way is just uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn, write me a message, uh, are you facing a challenge where I can help you, want me ask a question, I'm open for that, I'm happy for everybody who's contacting me.
1: And the uh, links will be on our show notes. Yes. Then it's time for our final question. What does creativity mean to you?
0: Uh, I think creativity is the difference between being an animal or something like this and a human. I don't know if this is right for biological reasons or such stuff, but it's the thing, hey, I can create new stuff and things. Um, and make my life a masterpiece, create beautiful technology. I think creati- uh, creativity is the, the spark where everything starts, the thing of, hey, I got an idea. Uh, and it's somehow magical, because if I just look in my brain, is that there's some, I don't know where even what's actually in my brain is, but all of, this, uh, mo- uh, all of the sudden there pops up an idea. And it's so, yeah, unbelievable magical that out of nothing something like a human brain uh, was created. Um, yeah, for me it's like the, the the drive to create new things, to make the world a better place and to make your life a masterpiece.
1: Our thanks to Raphael and everyone at the Creative Mornings Munich team. This episode was produced and edited by me, Mark Lindgren, at Hume Production. Our music was made by Shasha Ende the additional sound was made by Winnie the Moo. You have been listening to The Pretzel, the Creative Mornings Munich podcast. Send us feedback by email to feedback at thepretzelpodcast.com. To find the show notes for this episode, or to get new episodes right to your phone and your ears, visit thepretzelpodcast.com. Thank you for listening.